This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. What up, everybody? I am being true. This is 84 Reasons, where I break down all things Florida Gator, everything. Football, basketball, baseball, swimming, track, gymnastics. But today, we talk about we talk about bloodlines right at Florida. And I don't know, I, I don't know what's going on in the Pouncy bloodline, whether it's O-line, wide receiver, cornerback. These pounces, they can do it all. And listen, and they're only allowed to come to Florida. It doesn't matter where they start out at. My next guest started out of Texas, you know, over there with Coach Herman, Austin. Now he's back where he's supposed to be the whole time, the great Jordan Pounce. What's going on with you today, Jordan? Not much. What's up? Thanks for having me. Now, Jordan, I mean, I want to start right there. I mean, I know you can't. I know you with them orange and blue boys. Used to be with them burnt orange boys. What was it like? Because I played with Vince Young. I played with uh, Bo Scaife. And them Texas boys, most of them ain't from Texas, by the way. Most of Texas boys, they, they be from out of the state. They love Texas. They talk about Texas like it help them on their tax returns, like it's helping them get business deals. What is, what's going on in, in Austin, man? What, what is that culture like down there? Uh, man, it's uh, Austin itself is, I would say, very different than the persona of the state of Texas. It's... um. It's a big city. I remember when I the first time I ever went to Texas was on my official visit. And I first this I know this is like not a real like unlogical like I was I thought I was going to come in and see people riding on horses and like an old western town. But to be honest, it's a it's a it's a really big city. It's a lot like Orlando, which I think that's why I liked it so much cuz it reminded me of home. So it's a very big city. There's a lot of good people, good food, good music, just good vibes all around the city. It's very, if you've ever been, you understand how how uh, easy it is to fall in love with the city. So Jordan, basically what you're saying is these Texas Longhorns, they ain't exaggerating because everyone I played with or against, they talk about Texas like that. Oh my God! Like Austin is this and is that. But because you were there, you can confirm it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you. Like, cause me and Vince Young, like I said, I used to say Vince. Number one, I'm from Swainsboro, Georgia. You from Houston? I thought that Houston is a big city. You more country than me. Number one, you making up words and on words. I already know they got they. You know they they ride they ride around on folk. You know we're tipping on folk folks. They got the pop trunks. They and everything they listen to. Take the slowest music you've ever heard and slow it down some more. Slow it down some more. It feels like you're in a twilight zone. If yeah. you've ever heard somebody go, that's how they're, to them, that's the best music. They're. So you saying, Jordan, okay, I can't confirm. Austin, ain't no tumbleweeds, ain't no cowboys walking around. You got real nice, city, real there's, nice infrastructure. There's cowboys walking around, just not people riding around on horses. Now, now you at Florida. You talk about crazy fan bases, right? Florida fan base, crazy. Texas fan base, crazy. Because you've experienced them both, in your in your opinion, who's the craziest fan base between Texas and Florida? I would say the most enthusiastic would definitely be Florida fans. 
like just so much love that we receive from the fans is like it's crazy but like crazy fans Texas I remember my freshman year is our first game our home opener we lost to Maryland and like before the game was even over people were booing us and throwing stuff at us on the field on our own home field so the fans at Texas are crazy but I feel more love and support from Gator fans. All right. So, okay. I give you that one. So talk about this, the Red River rivalry or Florida, Georgia? Uh, I would, I would say the Red River rivalry, just cause the, the theatrics behind it all. I don't know if you've ever been to the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, but it's literally smack dab in the middle of the Texas State Fairgrounds. So, like, when you pull, well, you're pulling in on the bus, you're literally driving through the fair. And on one side of the road, there's Texas fans. On one side of the road, there's Oklahoma fans. And, like, you're either getting middle fingers on this side and, like, hook them horns on this side or, like, you know. And then at the Cotton Bowl, there's only one tunnel. <clears throat> so our locker rooms are – 10 feet away from each other and there's a lot of stuff that happens in that tunnel that is not seen on tv and then like just the the stadium itself it's kind of small and compact and the fans are right on top of you and it's like the difference between florida georgia and texas oklahoma is whatever side that you're on in tia bank field like your fans are behind you but at up in dallas it's split at the 50 yard line. So if you're on one side of the field, Oklahoma fans are chirping at you the whole time. And if you're on the other side, then, uh, you know, your, your fans are behind you. So it's just very different. I've enjoyed playing in both games, definitely. But I would say that the Red River showdown is a little bit better. How, how crazy is it knowing that both Oklahoma and Texas are coming to the SEC now? Hey, uh, I wish them the best of luck. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, you know, A&M left the Big 12 to come mm-hmm. play in the SEC. And mm-hmm. so. Well, talk about that, though. You see, I, I, you say, you say, I hear you go, I wish them the best of luck. All right. Big 10, listen, Big 12 football. Big time football. We get it. They're going to throw the ball a lot. SEC, they're going to throw it. But it's a, you hear, you heard about it. You, I go to tell you, you hear about the quote, the big bad ex SEC, best athletes all over the field, craziness. You've done both. You've seen both. Did the SEC live up to the building? Uh, hey, bro, it's crazy over there. It's crazy over there, but it's crazy over here. Yeah, just, I would say, like, playing in the SEC is as close as you can get to playing in the NFL without actually playing in the NFL. It's just like every Saturday you're lining up against potential first round draft picks, which, you know, it happens here and there in the Big 12. It's, it was just like, you know, the guys aren't as big and fast. Like you could be big or fast, but like in the SEC, people are big and fast. So it's just like it's the speed of the game and the, I guess, the physical part of it is a lot different 
your your college career has has gone a lot of ways as far as like uh, just having to go through different transits. Coach Herman, Texas, Dan Mullen, now Billy Napier. Most guys they say, look, man, I want to go to this school. When it comes to recruiting, the school is one thing. I get it, but they don't people don't understand the head coach and the position coach. The head coach, I gotta love the head coach, thinking that they're gonna be there. And it's got to be something with that position coach that make me go, all right, I can, I can, this dude can yell at me every day. I can, I can deal with him critiquing me. But you've had three different head coaches. Man, what is that like? Because most players, you know, they go through different stuff. Like they might not get the playing time they want. They might not have the, the career that they want. But they still had the same team with the same head coach. You own your second team. Your third head coach, what has that been like for you? And what made you know that even when Dan Mullen left, hey, man, I can stick around with this Billy Napier dude? Um, So I've enjoyed playing for three different head coaches, I think, for me, because it offers more insight to, like, the game itself in different, like, different ways that people think about the game. So, like, you know, playing for Herman and Mullen, they both – coached under uh urban meyer so like the the offenses were similar uh so that like was cool I, coach mullen's offense was a little different and uh i really liked that offense uh obviously we helped produce guys like Kadarius tony and kyle trask and kyle pitts but uh like with coach napier it's a whole different approach like on the other side of the sp- uh, of the spectrum in terms of offensive philosophy. So, like, it's really helped me kind of – because, like, I, I want to go into coaching. So it's really, like, uh, helped me realize, like, how I would want to run my my team and my offense and stuff like that. So playing for three different head coaches, it's it really helps you learn more about the game of football itself because, I mean – after the second or third year, it's like, you know, you expect you're you're in the routine. You, you know what to expect. So all that stuff uh, is really easy to figure out. But it's like the offensive stuff that, you know, you're you're it's ever, ever changing. And so playing for three different play callers is it's been a very eye opening experience. What is it like playing with your little brother? Like, I mean, you and Ethan, I mean, mo- most guys grow up saying, oh, I just want to please the play against my little brother, beat him up on the field, and we get to play against it growing up. Big-time college football is, is a big thing when you talk about recruiting, when you talk about wanting to be recognized, want to park, or what y'all boy, you know, I know you were, played a lot of you played a lot of uh, sports, a lot of, you know, I had a lot of impacts when you, you know, I know you was a sprinter back in the day. You know, I said, oh, I, said, I don't know if uh, Coach Mouse, ever came up to you like, yo, Jordan, man, we can use a fourth on this four by one. He's like, nah, bro, y'all, y'all, y'all averaging, you know, 10 ones, 10, you know, nine, nine, nines in the hundred, bro. I mean, I'm fast, but y'all, I ain't finna be embarrassed out here, but you and your brother, I saw y'all commitment video with y'all, you know, y'all was at Florida, you standing in front of him. What was that like? Cause it's hard to get recruited. People think, oh, I'm a pound, so I'm going to get recruited. Do this. It's hard to get recruited and it's hard to go to the school you want to go to because they fall in love with you today. And next thing you know, you're like, is my phone still on? Yeah, they ain't DMing like they used to. They ain't calling me like they used to. You and your brother both chose to go to the same squad. What has that been like? I mean, it's, it was already written before before we came out saying that. Like, it, 
that was that was what it was gonna be. We were gonna play together regardless of wherever we went. You know, when I was at Texas, he was committed to Texas. So, you know, after you know, two and a half seasons at Texas, it just wasn't really happening for me there. And then, you know, we did we didn't want to bring him into that situation. And I was like, shit, man, you know, what do you think about staying home? And he loved the idea, so we we kind of got together and you know talked to our family and stuff and decided that Florida was the place for us. You you being a pouncy, obviously your cousins they had incredible careers both at Florida and the NFL. Do you have to hear that a lot? Like, do, do, do people just expect, oh, here come another pouncy? Like, yeah, but these guys are a lot smaller than their cousins. Like, they ain't as big as them dudes. They they play receiver and DB. Is the family is the family name still just that big in Florida to where people hear the last name and go, yeah, dude, we play out, we play, we play skill positions on offense and defense. We don't necessarily got to be pushing around guys like Big Dez and Javon Dexter every day in practice. Well, don't get it twisted. I can't, I can't still push them around, but presence. But it's, it's uh you know the the name definitely holds a lot of weight, but that's not something that I try to like. I don't I don't bank on it. I mean I'm proud of my last name. I really am, and I appreciate what Mike and Marquise did when they came through here. But it's not. I don't expect anything from anybody, or you know, it's not something that oh. But you know, I appreciate you know the recognition and stuff that I get from people around town and campus and stuff like that, and when people recognize my name but it's not it's not something that i try to ride their coattails or anything like that you know talking with jordan pouncey ride nobody's coattail i don't care what my cousins did it's, it's about me and my brother ethan we the next up we the next in line herman mullen now napier wants to go into coaching gonna go into coaching gonna be a hell of a coach i'm gonna go ahead and put it out there dan mullen Offense, Herman offense, Billy Napier, forget the offense for a second. They got something to do every week. It's dominate this week. It's brotherhood the next week. I don't even know what phase they in. They during the season, there is attention to detail, and then there is Billy Napier. Not do it. Not only do we want you to know the offense, Jordan. Yeah, I know you know Ethan. Yeah, tell me about tell me about you know uh, Pearsall. Tell me what his brother's name is. Tell me what his brother – talk about him making sure y'all really know each other because the biggest misconception about football players is we all know each other. Like, I know his name, but I don't necessarily know him. Talk yeah. about how much closer it made y'all knowing that, you know, Javon Dexter loses his dad a month before his first game. Uh, you know, L Lorenzo Lingard, dad was on dialysis. I mean, he almost lost him during COVID. Like, really knowing these dudes away from the game, how much better does that make you as a football player? I think being closer, that's what, you know, this whole offseason, that was like one of the main things that everyone really harped on was get like becoming closer as a team. And I think through that, you know, it's made us play better as a team. Um, we we play for each other. I mean, it's, it's easier to say, oh, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to break my back for this guy because I know him, I love him, you know, so being able to play for each other as one is like, that's like, I would say that's a, the basis of the whole team. Like without that, you know, we wouldn't be in the position that we're at. Um, we play hard because we love each other. So it's 
the the coach Napier says it, the game is about people. So if you don't know the people that you're playing with, you're not gonna play very very well. Joy, when I see look, I being a former player myself, I'm way 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 older than y'all. Y'all boys wasn't even coming. I'm, I was born in two. I was out my I graduated high school in 2000. Y'all boys barely out the womb. If you was even out the womb yet, but the sideline for Florida is is different. Like, like when I see a guy score or make a big hit, I mean they can have just a sideline cam. Like y'all boys be going crazy. No, no, not like just having fun. I don't know if y'all got the little orange. I don't know what this little this little cane y'all got. Everybody, I, you know, Xavier Henderson, he's a drum major when he scores. Uh, you know, Montreal, he got the little walk. But just talk about that genuine love of saying, look, bro, I really want them boys out there on that field to root for me as if I was the one out there. Just talk about, you know, because when I be looking at it, I'm like, oh, look at all the – I played for Ron Zook and Steve Spurrier. There is zero percent chance Ron Zook would let us have that much fun on them sidelines. But just talk about how when y'all boys make a play, it's about, it's about, to, it's about to be a freaking party on that sideline, man. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that just feeds in the, into the – camaraderie of the team like at one at one shine we all shine so we love to see you know our brother score a touchdown make a make a big hit uh you know catch an interception so like even even if somebody on on defense if they make a interception or something like that i'm running on the field with them you know what i'm saying and coach nate he he, he always says like make the referees tell me hey they need to calm down that's how like he just loves it when we celebrate with each other as a team so that's like that's like that that just that strengthens strengthens the bond even more. Jordan Big Dads get a big you know he get a big uh recovery. I don't know what he's switching hands for. He's 478 pounds. Just run over Spencer Rattler. Now it was still a great play. Y'all went crazy. If he scores, if he gets in the zone, what's the likelihood that we're gonna get an unsportsmanlike? Because the sidelines, what's the hundred <laughs> percent? We almost got one and he didn't even score. Like we, if he would have scored, I think the whole team would have ran out into the end zone to meet him out there. When I saw it, I said, "What is Dez doing? Dez, this ain't the time to be trying to have ball." You know what I'm saying? Uh, safety man, Spencer Rattler, his his whole life flashed before his eyes. He said, "What is happening?" Because one, he could now if he would have just ran off and didn't touch him, nobody, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have felt bad for him. But he's like, I got to try to tackle this dude. We know that we know Dez is an athlete, big man, big man moving, big man moving, and then you got Dez. But you said 100%. If he scores, bro, that's a wrap. Talk about that, cause y'all see each other in practice. You see how hard a guy's working. Most guys, when they say they got to lose weight, they saying, "Man, I came in five pounds heavier, ten pounds heavier. Not, I can lose 50 pounds and I'm still 400 pounds." I can lose a hundred pounds. I'm still 350 pounds. But he's starting those tackles. He's worked his way to the ain't nobody gave him nothing. Fan favorite. He got the armbands. I said, Dez, bro, them the biggest arm. That that 21 on your chest is the hardest working jersey ever. That I I don't know if the jersey the number smaller. He big, but that camaraderie. That's one thing. But y'all got this new facility, Jordan. And I'm looking around like, what the hell is this? I'll, the locker is one thing. Then you got the pool. Then you get the – and Jordan, please tell the people. 
What is it like knowing I can put on my jersey you know, and I can just walk out to the facility? I mean, to the field. I don't got to walk. I don't even know how far we had to walk. We was doing that. I got to walk up the stairs. I got to walk across the street. I got to walk through the parking lot. Then I got to walk in. Now I put on my stuff. I go out. Now them, them 10, 15 minutes, I got to kind of negotiate now. Hey, bro, I, I, can, I, can, I can wait till about like, you know, 10 minutes till. Talk about just having your own facility and have you been in the pool yet? Okay, so yeah, that that facility, um, forever grateful for it. Thank you to everyone that even donated a, a dollar to that facility. It's changed Florida football like forever. Just the the fact that we don't have to walk all the way from the stadium to the practice facility is game changing. Like, so just being able to have, you know, and in five minutes I can put my pads on and be out <laughs> on the field which is just that, that is just awesome. I love that because there's a lot of schools around the country that have that um, that we're competing with. So now that we're on the I, th I think it, it levels the playing field in terms of that. But I have been in the pool. I, I try to I try to get it get in it at least once a week. It's starting to get colder now, but yeah, you know, there's a hot tub out there, too. So. Oh, uh, my God. Bougie. Basically, Jordan saying they bougie. Like, Jordan, where you at? I'm in the hot burrow. Meet me in the hot tub. What? Yeah, man, I want to get my body back. I want to be in the hot tub. I got yeah. a, I got a person. We got personal chefs now. We eating asparagus and little <laughs> baby and little, and little, you know, and these little things, you know, these little baby little cabbages, you know, I think they call them Brussels sprouts. You know, we eating stuff like that now. <laughs> I don't need no Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Basically, Jordan said, if you want me to eat the green, you better put it on. You better put it right on top of a thing called a hamburger. That's how I <laughs> eat my greens. I'm not, but but I got to say this, man. Senior day. I remember when I had mine. I remember, you know, you're sitting there with your teammates and the coach goes, seniors. You walk out and it's something about that last time that missed in your eye. Like, bro, what's going on? Because it like hits you. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is it, bro? Yeah, like, I'm not. This your last time running with the jersey on, like you. Because I remember we said, "I ain't no, I ain't crying, bro." What you talking? Do I? Look, I'm not a crier. I'm gonna walk out there. But then they call the seniors, and like that hallway get real misty. Like, what's wrong? We looking at each other all in the face. Like, bro, stop looking at me, man. What was it like though, Jordan? Like you, because you get used to doing it, right? Yeah. College is real slow when you get there, and it's real fast once you once you get in there. It goes like this. It's like this, bro. I remember. Not knowing where I'm going, not knowing what I'm doing, trying to figure out college life. To now, I'm helping other guys navigate. No, 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 you want to do this, do that. But then they go, here come the seniors, and you walk out there, and you like, bruh, this is. Not saying you didn't appreciate it, but it's like, did it go by fast? Is what I'm saying. Uh, it went by too fast. Like, I can remember my first day on campus at Texas. I remember my first day on campus at Florida. Like. It really, they they say the days are, what they say, the days are long, but the years are short. Yes. So it's, I mean, I had one of the longest college careers ever, you know, six years. So Yeah, you and Ventrell, man. Y'all look at each other like, bro, listen, why are you trying to, why are you trying to be like me, bro? Stop trying to be like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, but I will say this, Jordan. What obviously you that with your brother and it's crazy, you know, you got that family legacy, the family name. What are you gonna remember the most in Florida? I know, listen, I know y'all still got Vandy, know you still got Florida State, know you still got a bowl game. 
What is Jordan Pouncey going to remember the most about Florida? Everything. Like, I, that my first year here playing playing with a potential Heisman winner, uh, a Mackey Award winner, and, a, you know, two first-round draft picks and a second-round draft pick playing in the SEC championship and then playing in the Cotton Bowl, scoring my first touchdown. That's obviously – one of the memorable against freaking Oklahoma, man. That's crazy. Life comes full circle. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's right. Score your freaking touchdown against Spencer Rattler. You leave Texas to come to Florida. He leaves Oklahoma to come to South Carolina. Now he got a 450 pound man trying to make a tackle. Life comes at you fast, man. It does. Uh, you know, just all those all those days. You know, the, those dog tired days. You know when. I'm looking down, and then I look up, and see one of my brothers across the field. It's like, you know, we're going through the same thing. So, you know, I got no no choice but to keep going for him, and he gonna keep going for me. It's like, you know, little things like that. I was I also just try to make the most of of every opportunity, uh, you know, just to to bond with my teammates. So I feel like this year I'm closer with my team than I ever have been in my entire career. So it just making memories with these guys is it's a, it's a blessing to be able to do it every day. You said, I'm going to go into coaching. You said, I've had coach Herman. I've had coach Dan Mullen. I got Billy Napier. Is there anything, do you have a similar coaching style to any of those three dudes or are you just taking something from all of those dudes? I would say I take something from every one of them. Like every coach I've ever, like a big coach by, I feel like I, I I appreciate all different styles of coaching, but I like uh, I I like everything, you know. I take little pieces from every every coach I've had. So I would say I'm a Frankenstein when it comes to to my coaching style. There's a lot of different things. And I would be remiss, man. I mean, I know I know the people that make the biggest sacrifices. Uh, you know, for you and your brother is is your parents. Those are the ones that no one gives enough credit to from just growing up, trying to figure out what am, what am I going to do with these boys? To, you know, I know you start off at the academy, end up at Winter Park and different things from Texas to Florida. What would you say to your parents, letting them know I appreciate y'all and the sacrifices y'all made to make sure me and my brother Ethan, we get to live out our dreams of playing big time college football? Yeah, without them, there is no me. There is no Ethan. So I would say, you know, thank you for making us making us exist. I mean, I, I would give most credit to my mom because she's the one that put me into football. I actually wanted to be a cheerleader. <laughs> breaking the, we back, we breaking news here on 84 Reasons a Day. Yeah, so <laughs> she, we like the little flyer, the Pop Warner flyer, she – I brought it home from school. I was like, oh, mom, I want to be a cheerleader. She was like, well, let's try football for a season and see how you like it. And I, I was never a cheerleader. So I <laughs> played football since I was six years old. So I would say thank you to my parents for pushing me to, to be the best and continuing to support me through the, the tough times and being able to pick me up when I was down. He is Jordan Pouncey. Start listen, Winter Park, Florida, the older brother of Ethan, the cousins of Mike and you know, uh, you know, well, Mike and Maurice Pouncey. Started out of Texas, 
ended up in Gville, wanted to be a cheerleader. I want to say bachelor's degree in African-American studies. I'm all in this business. I'm all in this business. But most (laughs) importantly, most importantly, going to be a coach one day. When people say, hey, man, what is college about? College, for those who don't know, it is training wheels to adulthood. You get to take them off. I I wear them when I'm there. I get to take them off when I leave. Everybody don't want to go pro. Sometimes I I want to affect the same way I've been affected. Them same coaches that showed me, hey, man, the best coaches used to be players now because we've done it. We know what they're really going through. He is, listen, he is Jordan Pouncey. I know he's over there looking like Derrick Rose. If you've seen Derrick Rose these days, he looked like Jordan. I'm, I'm trying to say, is this Jordan? No, this is Jordan Pouncey, Winter Park, Florida. It's all about the last name. I'm not caring about the legacy they started. It's about the legacy he's cemented him and his brother. If you're looking for him, go to the facility. He's in the hot tub with his feet up, drinking pineapple juice with a little with a little straw in it. They got a little, you know, hula hula thing on. He is he is Jordan Pouncey. I am being true. This is 84 reasons, no games, no gimmicks, just reasons. Future head coach Jordan Pouncey. All Florida Gator for life. Sorry, Texas. <laughs> he belongs to us now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he belongs over here with the orange and blue boys. Hey, man, and uh, and we out here, Jordan. I appreciate you taking the time, sir. Hey, thank you.